like to welcome you to Hopeful Conversations, hosted by Jody Aiken and Carolyn Reese. We are so excited you are joining our conversations. Our mission today is to encourage and challenge you as well as fill you with hope from God's Word. Just like the psalmist said in Psalms 103 verse 5, I wait for the Lord and my soul waits, and in His Word I hope. We thank you for joining us today on Hopeful Conversations and pray you will grow in the waiting and rely on hope from God's Word. I now give you Jody and Carolyn. Welcome to Hopeful Conversations. We're so glad you're joining us. I'm Carolyn. I'm Jody. And we are glad you're here. We're diving deep into Psalm 119. We are approaching the end, maybe. I don't know. We've I don't got, know. We're all the way at first 97 already. <laughs> it's hard to believe we've I gone know. that far. But thank you for sticking with us. If you're new and just jumping in right now, welcome. You've not, yeah. it's not a continuation study. We're just kind of breaking it down um, verse by verse, chapter or chunk by chunk, kind right, of. Right. And so um, jump on in and join us. We're so glad you're here. Um, like we said before, you can find our template that we're using to study the word throughout the week on our website, inglewoodbaptist.com slash hopefilled, hopefilled, just yep, hopefilled. Yep. I was going to say conversations, it's but not. it's just hopefilled. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can go there. You can find all the previous episodes as well as that template. So we hope you'll join in in the study of Psalm 119 this summer. We're yeah. having a blast. Yes, it's, it has really been a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's been good. All right, Jody, so, you yeah, want to open us? Yeah, I'll open us in prayer and okay. we'll dive in. Um, Father God, thank you. Thank you that we can dive into your word for wisdom. And that is the greatest place that we can find wisdom, Lord, because um, those who like it, all we need to do is just ask you for that. So, Lord, as we're going through your word, even um, uh, in, in these next passages, we pray that you would give us insight and and um, continue to just lead us in the way that you would have us walk. And and Lord, as we are um, becoming um, just connected with this psalmist throughout his journey, Lord, when we're done, when this is all done, that we would always remember the journey that he put in words um Lord, that we would be encouraged and and it be something etched in our heart and in our mind, our thoughts to always just turn to the word, always turn to the word, always turn to the word. And Lord, we hope in that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, we're jumping in. Yeah, you want me to read yeah. it, Jody? Sure. Okay, sure. I'm in um, verse 97. It says, Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. Your commandment makes me wiser than my enemies, for it is ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the aged, for I keep your precepts. I hold back my feet from evil, or from every evil way, in order to keep your word. I do not turn aside from your rules, for you have taught me. How sweet are your words to my t- taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way." Oh, that's just so, so good. You know, something I noticed right off about this particular passage is that there was not one offer um, or one request to the Lord, but it was full of declaration Mm -hmm. or his confession of uh, faith to the Lord. And um, there was I, I found that there was like basically three reasons that he loved the word is it makes him wise wiser than his enemies and it keeps him from evil and it provides sweetness to his taste buds so Mm. just just off the bat just thinking about 
that formula, if you will, of declaration and just spend it. Because, you know, last week when we were just talking, they were, that he went through a dark time. Yeah. And so this is just so sweet mm-hmm. looking at the declaration that he's coming about before the Lord. Yeah. It's like he discovered that God's ways are better yeah. than his ways. Yeah. It's like he's got a deeper understanding, maybe. Yeah. I love that. And I love, we've seen him come out before again, like come mm-hmm. out from a hard time. Yeah. And I love when he talks about what he's learned in his trials. Mm-hmm. And it almost seems like this section of scripture is just that, where yeah. he's talking about what he's learned. I love verse um, 97, how it talks about meditation on God's word. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that before, how like it's like to marinate ourselves in right, God's right. word, kind of ponder and dwell. Um, the word actually meditation, it means, um, it can also mean a written or spoken discourse expressed considered thoughts on a subject. So a person could write their thoughts on a subject, and sometimes it's called a meditation. And that that kind of reminded me about myself, how I love to write out what I learn. And sometimes mm-hmm. that can be really helpful to me as I'm studying scripture. So, you know, whether it's a journal type of writing or a simple note taking um, during a sermon or when I'm studying the word, um, even if I don't ever review those notes, the act of writing helps me to just meditate and understand and really dwell well on on the word and the truth so that's just me personally I like to write so maybe it'll be helpful to you <laughs> yeah no that's a good practice just to take even like these eight verses and just take a, a notebook and yeah. begin right you can actually write out the whole Absolutely. Psalms 119 yeah and how fun would that be that's a great and, do, and and maybe even do a different translation mm-hmm. uh, here and there and, and just go and study so yeah. you got my wheels turning like there I might go. I might actually do that but yeah. there's something um I noticed too um you know, we all can confess, I, I believe we all can confess, we have something that's an object of our love, if, if that makes sense. Um, a love for others or family or ice cream or love for our homes. But what we love, we tend to speak most about, right? I mean, we mm-hmm. just we just go on and on and we can talk about it all day long. But the object of the psalmist's love is God's uh, word. Yeah. And uh, I think that's why it takes 176 verses <laughs> to convey right. what he's passionately in love with. And mm-hmm. and so what what do you find is kind of thought for all of us what what do we find uh, ourselves talking most about mm-hmm. and um it may be eye opening if we take a moment and and we may find that we need to uh shift a little bit yeah. in our focus what we're talking about mm-hmm. there's a little nugget i wanted to share from alan ross it's god's word is superior to all other sources of wisdom and knowledge therefore knowledge alone is not enough Faith in God's word and the commitment to obey it is what brings spiritual insight and wisdom. Yeah. Isn't that good? That's so good. In verse 98, it just reminds us that, you know, God's word gives us wisdom to face life's questions when Mm -hmm. we're, um, yeah, when we're thrown into things that we might not understand, we can turn to the wisdom that's found in God's word and, um, and have that knowledge and understanding how to deal with things in the way that pleases the Lord. Mm -hmm. And that's the best way. Yeah. 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 And that's, um, you know, in one, in in verse one, I understand more than the aged and I just kind (laughs) of chuckled at that, but you know, he's, he has outsmarted those with experience because God's word has been faithful to guide him. Now these men, they're wise, but by the world standards, I believe Mm -hmm. not God's necessarily. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Verse 101 stood out to me that, you know, the psalmist decided to make 
you know, discipline himself, and he kept himself out of sin, Mm -hmm. out of respect for God and his word. And so, you know, it just reminded me that the way we keep our lives pure, us as believers, and pursue peace can really be a testimony to those around us. Um, Mm -hmm. 1 Peter 3.11 says, let him turn away from the devil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. And I think living that lifestyle, just as the psalmist did, out of respect for the Lord and wanting to honor the Lord with their lives can really be an effective witness to people who are watching us in yeah. the world. Yeah. Um, and it was a good reminder. I loved that. Well, I'll just add to that. Wisdom is knowledge applied. Mm-hmm. You know, it's putting into action, applying. And that's where, you know, our last question when we when we go through this mm-hmm. every uh, eight, eight, eight verses is mm-hmm. how can we apply it? And, yeah. and I think that's, that's a good thought there. But um, verse 102 um I have not turned aside from your ordinances for you yourself have taught me. Mm. So I think because of his intentional walk with the Lord, the decision he makes in life will will really conform um, to the decisions of God in his word. His word guides us in our decision making, in other words. So every decision he's making and every action he is taking it's it's out of um, the overflow of his time in the word that's actually guiding that and does make him wiser. Yeah. And I love the reminder that we don't have to understand everything mm-hmm. that we can go to the Lord and he'll teach us. Um, you know, we might read a passage and we, we just don't understand. We're, we're not comprehending the truth of that yet. Go to the Lord. Um, mm-hmm. What an honor and a privilege that we can speak to our Creator oh my gosh. and the Writer yeah. of the Word of God, yeah. and, <laughs> and that He speaks back to yeah, us, yeah, and that He'll help us understand. And so, um, I think I quoted this verse a couple weeks ago, but I just love it, and I want to quote it again. It's Job thirty-two eight and nine. It says, "But the Spirit." In man, the breath of the Almighty that makes him understand. It is not the old who are wise, nor the aged who understand what is right. So it's, you know, it's the breath of the Almighty that helps Mm -hmm. us understand. And he's going to give us his wisdom, not the worldly wisdom. Carolyn, that was so wise of you. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's good. (laughs) There's some good wisdom right there. I love that. I love that. Yeah, just kind of pulling um, 103 and 104 together. I thought about, you know, being a follower of Christ is not... It's not a religion, but it's a relationship that grows through his word. Mm -hmm. But the word, it's the word itself that nourishes that relationship. And I'm reminded of Psalms 19.10. King David tells us that the word of God is sweeter than honey dripping from a honeycomb. And, you know, God's word, it just is, it just nourishes our souls. And, and the thing that, one of the things I lean so much on from his word is that it protects my mind. Mm. with truth so I can see correctly. Yeah. You know, as it does it, um, it really, it creates this resistance with um, within us to sin. Yeah. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. The, the more I um, take in God's word, it creates this uh, ability to resist yeah. the temptation to resist that sin. Yeah. I think that's so good. And really, like we said before, it's a reminder that God's word is better than anything, anything mm-hmm. else, any other wisdom from any other source that That's God's right. word is better mm-hmm. and his way is better. Yeah. Yeah. You got anything else? I'm good. Let's right. go to the Yeah. Question. So what does it say about God? Yeah. Well, basically I wrote down the same thing that God's word yeah. and his way is better. Any, you know, 
I might think that my plan is better or, um, you know, I might have some really good advice from somebody, but God's word is always better. Mm -hmm. And it should be the first place I turn to with my questions. He should be the first one that I go to with my questions and his word. Um, you know, that's where I should seek wisdom from. Yeah. Well, and he wants to provide instruction in every, every area of our lives. Yeah. And, and he, he does that. So he's caring and loving in that way. And, um, he knows that we need him. And so he's, he's given us that word, um, his word to do that in, in our time in prayer, Mm -hmm. uh, as we seek him. So what does it say about man, about Mm -hmm. us? Yeah. It was a reminder that anything good in my life or exceptional is from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the one who gives wisdom. And so none of this has anything to do with me. You know, like any understanding right. of God's word is is from him, you know. Right. Um, and so He he's the one that bestows that wisdom to us. And so, um, you know, again, turning to him first as mm-hmm. the source of truth. Mm-hmm. And um, when I'm questioning, go to him with my questions. Right. So. And as I'm thinking of the question, you know, does it say about man, you know, yeah. worldly wisdom makes us um, act foolishly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, as as a person, um, if I if I lean on the world's wisdom, I could easily do that. And I believe that's what his um, those that that were, were harassing him was doing and they were acting foolishly. So I'm just kind of looking at that um that view as well. So what truth can we stand on? Yeah. Verse 104 stood out to me and you spoke about this a little bit more, but um, though your precept or through your precepts, I get understanding. Therefore I hate every false way. And it's just that reminder that the more familiar we become with God's word, the more aware we're going to be of the lies that come from everywhere else. And so um, we've quoted this scripture before, but I think it's a really good picture. It's Ephesians 4.14. It says, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, but or by human coming, cunning, by craftiness and deceit deceitful schemes. Sorry, I am tongue twisted. <laughs> but anyways, that, you know, when, when we fill our minds with truth, we're going to recognize those things. Mm-hmm. So we're not tossed like a way, like in a way where right. we're tossed with all these, you know, doctrines or good thoughts of the world that are thrown, you know, just being thrown at us. Right. We have the, the security and the foundation of God's word and his truth. And I think if we fill our minds and our hearts with that, well, we won't have room for other stuff and we'll recognize that more readily. That's excellently stated. So how can we apply what we've learned? Um, You know, the word can protect us and it can protect us on our journey. So, you know, again, over and over and over, we said, you know, the more you read it, uh, the more you will see the guidance and you learn the wisdom in obeying what he has commanded. And and how do you apply it? You obey it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I had this quote from Warren Wearsby, and I thought it kind of summed it up. It says, the Old Testament believer who wrote Psalm 119 was not satisfied with having the law in his home, in his head, or in his hand. He wanted the law in his heart, where it could help him love what was holy and do what was right. And Mm, that's my prayer. You know, um, internalizing the word of God, not just knowing it with my head, or hanging it in my home. Those are all great things, but really internalizing the word and having it in my heart where it it dictates what I do and how I live my life and helps me recognize what's right and what's wrong and and transforms me into um, a closer walk with the Lord and more holy in honoring him. So Yeah, no, that's good stuff right there. I love that. 
So we're ready to go on the second yes. passage, right? Yeah. Um, am I reading this one? Yeah. If you so, are. yeah, no, uh, 105 to 112. Yeah. And we are getting close. We are. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> Psalms 119, 105, uh, Alan New American. Your word, uh, yeah, this is, uh, there's a passage that it's like, this is my favorite. Like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I love that. I can yep. just stop right there. Yeah. I have sworn and I will confirm it that I will keep your righteous ordinances. I am exceedingly afflicted. Revive me, O Lord, according to your word. Oh, accept the free will offerings of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me your ordinances. My life is continually in my hand, yet I do not forget your law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I have not gone astray from your precepts. I have inherited your testimonies forever, for they are the joy of my heart. I have inclined my heart to perform your statutes forever, even to the end. Mm. Love it. So good. (laughs) Right off the bat, you know, you said it. The word is a lamp to our feet and a light to a path to our paths. And the little note in my Bible, and I love this, it says God's word allows the psalmist and us to not trip in darkness. Mm -hmm. I love that, not trip in darkness, because we can get so tripped up in darkness. But God's word is that light and that lamp that we we need on our path in life. (laughs) Yeah. um, The message reads, um, let's see, get my notes right here. well, before I get to that, I just mm-hmm. want to say a little bit about um, it goes to that light. You know, the psalmist sees God's word. So when he's afflicted and the wicked seek to trap him, the word of God will give him life and bring joy to his heart. And the word is the heritage forever. And he's determined to obey God's statutes and forever to all the way to the end. And I just I love that declaration. But uh, here's something that someone wrote because God's word has faithfully sustained us in the past. We can trust it, it to sustain us in the future, even uh, to our last dying breath. Therefore, the children of God can say, we will follow your word. We will trust your word and we will delight in your word. Hmm, that's so good. Yeah. It's such a reminder, I think, to us too to remember to go back and recognize how God's worked in your life. Mm-hmm. And then throughout scripture, how we see his faithfulness, how he, we see his character. It's such an encouragement to us when we're facing that hard time to yeah. press on. Like we've seen the Lord do this in our life. We've seen the Lord do all these things in scripture. So mm-hmm. follow, follow closely. Well, that makes me think, you know, um, our emotions, our feelings go up and down. Yeah. And so we really can't go with our heart. We can't go yeah. with our feelings. That's right. You know, but God's word is steady and we can always um, go with that. Mm-hmm. And what I was going to say a second ago, you know, the, the message reads uh, a little bit this way. By your words, I can see where I am going. They throw a beam of light on my dark path. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that's kind of cool. Like that. And then a Spurgeon quote again. Are y'all going to get tired of Spurgeon? Oh. Uh, <laughs> but he's just, I love the way that he puts things. Um, uh, he writes, having no fixed lamps in eastern towns, in old time, each passenger carried a lantern with him that he might not fall into the open sewer or stumble over the heaps of dung, which defiled the road. This is a true picture of our path through this dark world. We should not know the way or how to walk in it if the scripture, like a blazing flame, did not reveal it. Mm. Yeah. See, he just, he knows how to paint the picture. Yeah. Yeah, And and it just brings it down simple and and, um, 
just makes it alive, I think. Yeah, yeah. I My next note was on verse 109, I, and I liked this. I thought it was a good reminder that, you know, the psalmist says, I have I hold my life in my hand continually, but I do not forget your law. Um, and just the reminder that the Christian life is not without risk or, or free from danger, but the psalmist, you know, he was pledging to stay and follow the Lord mm-hmm. no matter what, no matter the cost. Um, and so that that was just a good reminder, a, a convicting reminder that, you know, um, it's not free from danger, but he was more concerned about living a life that honored the Lord right. than... Um, yeah. Well, he wasn't sitting idle. Yeah. He wasn't sitting yeah. idle in his sorrows and his pain and suffering. And yeah. and I know there's a time and, and season for that, but um, he he sought the Lord. Yeah. There, he, even in his darkest hour, he still sought the Lord. Yeah. I think that's a good reminder. It stood mm-hmm. out to mm-hmm. me. One of my favorite words in this passage, too, is the word inheritance. Mm. Yeah. It, it actually reminded me a little bit of the, I won't go all into it, but the journey of um, from the beginning, you know, that he promised the Israelites, the promised land, Canaan, Mm -hmm. and um, it was their inheritance, you know, that it was going to be this lovely place of peace Mm -hmm. and abundance of fruit and food and and just all that. Um, And so he's saying, you know, where's it? one eleven. Yeah, one eleven. Yeah. I have inherited your testimony. So he's inherited God's word. We have inherited God's word yeah. that provides that peace. That uh, as we abide in it and abide in Him, we find that peace and that fulfillment and, and all of the provisions that He offers us. It's when we stray aside from that that we can get swept under the current, right, and lose focus. Yeah, yeah. I think it's so important to realize what a gift God's word is. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when we say we don't have time for that, (laughs) the weight of that, you know, when we value God's word for what it is, the Mm -hmm. word of God Mm -hmm. to us. I mean, when we recognize that gift, I think it will transform the way we prioritize uh, time in God's word. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Questions. (laughs) What does this show us about God? I mean, for me, it just that God provides what we need to live in a dark world. Mm-hmm. You know, his word guides us and, and he's given us what we need to, uh, to walk in darkness. Yeah. I, I echo that. Yeah. I think that's it. So what does it say about us about man? Mm-hmm. We go? need to be taught. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We will stumble in the darkness, but we don't have to walk in the darkness. Yeah. We uh, let, let God be a lamp into your feet. Yeah. I, I basically have the same thing. We have to surrender. So cool. yeah. yeah. We have to surrender and make the choice that, you know, um, to to allow God to guide us um, and then to closely follow what he says. Mm-hmm. That's the other part that we, you know, pray and ask the Lord to guide us. And then when he, te- he does guide us to follow in that way. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yes. And what truth can we stand on today? I just kind of went straight back to um, one eleven. <laughs> Uh, I have inherited your testimonies forever, for they are the joy of my heart. Yeah. The the word is the joy of my heart. And it has. It has become the joy of my heart because I just feel I can so intimately connect with the Lord when I'm in his word. Yeah. And I just, I, I, it's just a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. I echo that. Okay. I think that's good. <laughs> All right. How do we apply it? How do we apply it? Um. You know, it was a good reminder to me that, you know, following the Lord, 
doesn't mean we won't have problems or face Mm -hmm. hardships. Um, But I was also thinking, you know, I think brothers and sisters, Christian brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted for their faith in Christ and sharing that faith with others have a little bit of a better understanding of that than we Mm -hmm. do here in America. Um, And so it really served for me as a reminder to pray for those um, who are persecuted because of their faith or because of sharing their faith. And even in that persecution, that they're going out and doing it anyway. Mm. And so um, they need our prayers. They need our support as brothers and sisters in Christ. And so, um, you know, I need to make that decision for myself too right now before, before I'm heavily persecuted for sharing Christ. You know, how am I, how am I going to respond? Am I going to follow Jesus no matter the cost? Or is that stuff going to get in the way? Um, and so make that decision now. But also pray for those brothers and sisters. That, that really struck me. No, that's so good. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of praying, I don't have anything yeah. else. If you want to right. place this up in prayer. Yes. Lord, thank you for the gift of your word and that it is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Thank you for providing that light. As we walk in darkness, and um, I pray that as we walk, we'll just follow closely after you. Um, We know that you're faithful to guide us, and um, I pray that we'll walk in obedience of that truth. And I pray as we continue to study your word throughout this week, um, that you will just speak to us, meet us right where we are, help us to um, give us understanding and open hearts and minds to what what you're teaching us through your word. And thank you again for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. We know there are other podcasts to listen to, and we are humbled that you chose Hopeville Conversations. If you enjoyed our conversation today, we invite you to subscribe. If you found our conversations helpful, or if you would like to share comments with Jody or Carolyn, you may email them at hfc at englewoodbaptist.com. If you need to talk with a pastor at our church, please email next at englewoodbaptist.com. Once again, thank you for spending time with us today.